Hello, 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 everyone out there. Welcome back to another episode of Kimboology. It's your girl Kimbo here on the struggle bus. How y'all doing out there? <laughs> Rick Dog's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you guys, we have a guest. It's producer Rick. Say hey, hi, Rick Dog. Hey, what's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing out there? I have uh Forced him oh. into doing another episode with me. Dragged in. <laughs> Dragged Abs- in from the streets. On, on playoff Saturday, NFL Saturday. He's it's watching committed. football right now, guys, she's as we dra- record. He's dra- I, guys. She's dragged me out of it. <laughs> He's got a... <laughs> Literally, while we're watching this, there's a TV uh. with the game on in front of his face. Okay? So he is in good hands. I, uh. I made him some chili. No. I'm He's had a fat boy. I'm, I'm He's ready. happy. No. He's so good. You have to explain what a fat boy is or else... <laughs> Is it just awkward? Unless you have had a fat boy, <laughs> I don't think you know. So Tell the listeners what a fat boy is. It's, an, it's an ice cream sandwich. That's right. Because I didn't know what the fuck it was nope. first, too. Because you would be like, yeah, I was on set. I had a fat boy. I was oh, like, what? It's so good. <laughs> Can you explain what is going on? <laughs> yeah, I had a fat boy today. He was, it was good. I was, was like, oh, really? Fantastic. <laughs> They're a little like little square. Yeah, they're like square ice cream um, sandwiches. And Rick Dog has, you know, introduced me to this lifestyle, which they have a very big following on Instagram, too, which I like look because on the ice cream uh, sandwiches has like follow us on Instagram and Facebook, like right in the front. I'm like, OK, come on, marketing. I'm like, let me go see their Instagram. Let me go see. And it's like 50,000 fucking people. I'm like, holy shit. They post. It's all sort. It's all cute and shit. They have all different like. All right, Rick Dog. <laughs> Well, guys, it's episode 109. Oh, my gosh. 109 episodes. We're in the new year. That's exciting, right? That is very exciting. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations on one. Thank you. Every single one you get up to, I get a little bit more impressed. Uh, each time I'm editing, I'm like, you know what? This is getting up there. And, one, and 109. Is <laughs> 109. Like, wasn't in the, when I did the first one, I didn't imagine it being up this high. So, hey, you know, yeah. cheers to that with our LaCroix, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah, guys, we're, we're here. We're going to do a quick little fun episode for you guys. We don't really have an in us, so to do like anything crazy, but we have, we really, really, really wanted to talk to you guys. About our opinions on the the Golden Globes because we watched it together and we I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, it was surprisingly good. I don't really watch anything except for the Oscars usually, but this time we watched uh, Golden Globes and it, it turned out to be pretty good. We didn't watch it last year. I don't think there was one. Last oh, year. there yeah. yeah because they yeah. talked about that. How yeah. they yeah. It's funny because it's like during this they had some because you know how California was going through their like floods. Oh yeah. And all that stuff. So unfortunately, which was it's awful, but um. Yeah, no, it was a really good uh, Golden Globes, and you know, Rick Dog is, you know, this is his, this is his wavelength, guys. This is what he does. This yeah, is, it's in my wheelhouse. This is his world. I guess. <laughs> it, you, you guess right? Yes, he is on set for work all yeah. the time. So, yes, um, I feel like his opinion matters a lot, and you know, and I think we we both watched it together and had a really good time watching it. Yeah. It um, if you guys haven't watched it, I really do. Uh, I don't know if they can still stream. I'm sure you can still stream it. Oh, of course you can. Yeah. Um, YouTube something. Somebody's got it. Someone, somebody's got it. We watched it, like we looked it up, and we found it on like one of the platforms. Forgot yeah. what it was, but um, it was great. I really enjoyed it, and I wanted to kind of like just talk about it a little bit and talk about the highlights and 
who better, who better than to talk about with Rick Dog? Dragged um, into it again. Here we are. He got dragged in, guys. He got dragged in. Um, yeah. So when it comes to the Golden Globes, um, I think that you know their host that they had this time. Obviously, you know he was a very you know polarizing and like you know um, let me just so that's Gerard Carmichael. He's a stand-up comedian, uh, an actor. Oh yeah, phenomenal, fantastic, funny. Uh, who's gay and I didn't know that yeah, which I was like yo my gaydar is off <laughs> yeah, I, I was that. kind of like yeah because he like he addressed it several times during the you know during his hosting he did um, which I think he did a, you know he think he could did a good job because he also knew he's like listen I'm never gonna fucking do this ever again yeah, so I'm just, going for it right yeah he definitely just did whatever he wanted to do he knew he was in a position uh, because of the situation he, he addressed it head on and I, I always respect that I think I could see why a lot of people maybe didn't enjoy his performance, but it was very dry and very, and that's how his stand-ups are. If you ever seen him uh, do his thing before. So he, he didn't change his bit or his stick or anything like that. So I always respect when somebody uh, just remains himself and it ended up being very entertaining. Yeah. He was, was like, just, he was yeah. still true to himself. Right. Yeah. yeah it during was good. It, yeah. it was funny. Mm-hmm. Right? It wasn't your traditional, you know, host, but sometimes different is good. You know. I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. I think I loved how bold he was. Oh, for sure. You know, he like first of all, he like starts the ho- you know starts the show telling them how much they offered him for money five hundred thousand dollars and yeah. uh, saying that the only reason he's there is because I'm black. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. yeah, he's like, I quote, he's like, I'll tell you why I'm here. I'm here because I'm black. <laughs> you know? And then everybody was like, ah, ah, you know? <laughs> yeah, everybody's and then a it just, uncomfortable. It just continued on from there. You know, the one thing, though, that really st- stood out to me because I'm, you know, low-key obsessed about is the Scientology remark he made. Oh, yeah. Because the room was, like, full of... Because celebrities are, like, notorious, like, Scientologists, like, yeah. most are, right? Some of the big ones, yeah. Yeah, some of the big ones are. And so when he said that and, like, he literally, like... Uh, there was a moment, okay, so he quoted, he was like, he's like, backstage, I found these three Golden Globe Awards that Tom Cruise returned. And then he says, I think maybe I'll take these three things and exchange them for the safe return of Shelly Miscavige. And I was like, yo, like, and then like, there was just this like awkward pause because everyone in that bitch is like a fucking, you know, Scientology. Because the thing is, you guys don't know about Scientology, like, uh, Shelly Miscavige is the wife of David Miscavige, who is the head currently the current leader right now of Scientology and she has gone missing for like years oh, and no. no one's addressed it no one talks about it she gone she, well the funny thing is that they're like <laughs> oh they're like yeah so and so said they just saw her they're like uh, they're like did you see her with your own eyes though it's like one of those like things that just don't, don't they just don't talk about so like when he said that I was like yo that's uh, crazy he went there so yeah and then he addressed the whole like the fact that that was the hotel that, you know, Whitney Houston died in. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, so there's that, you know. So he just, like, went there with the, um, just, like, addressing the things that, like, you know, people kind of, like, brush under the rug. Uh, yeah. He'll, like, talk about it and address yeah, it. he wasn't afraid to talk about anything. Yeah, it was, it was definitely that. It was definitely a good performance and a strong, you know, comedic performance from a stance. You know, he knew where he could go and what he could say and where he could tip his uh, toe into, and, and he got away with a lot. Uh, it was it was good, and I yeah. liked, I enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, I did too. I was like, "Yo, he's he's not holding back." No, you know, he's making no. everybody awkward. This is funny. This is great. You know, yeah. um, and his wardrobe changes. I feel like he changed so much, which is great too. Yeah, so every did. time I saw him, he was in. A I different felt outfit. like he dressed like Steve Harvey a lot. 
Uh, he was giving Steve Harvey vibes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, that all pink suit <laughs> look that one was like, okay, cute. It was funny. Um, what, uh, what was one of your highlights? Was it this, was it this one? What? Oh, oh do I? Yeah. Oh I, my I, gosh. I had a few highlights. I did enjoy, uh, the little, uh, Dr. Jones kid from, uh, Indiana Jones winning an award and then giving the speech. I didn't realize when we watched that movie that I, I kind of did who that kid was. Ah, uh, okay. But when he started giving his speech, I said it right away. I'm like, oh my God, that's a kid from, the from, uh. Indiana Jones. Yes. Was. So his name is Ki Huiquan. Yeah. Huiquan. Uh, he was in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, yeah. So he's the uh, first Asian actor to win. Um, he was f- both nominated and then he won his first Golden Globe for the role in Best Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture. Um, when he was the first Asian actor to do that since 1984. So, yeah, it was really sweet to see his win. Yeah, that was it was definitely a pretty cool moment, you know, to see that happen 30 years later. And it was, uh, I mean, I didn't, you know, I, I'll be honest, I didn't enjoy that movie as much as other people did, but the performances in it were definitely really good. <laughs> Ricky was like, I took, I made Ricky go to the movie oh, theaters that, to watch movie. Everything Everywhere All at Once with me, and he seriously was like, what the fuck is this? What? Like, the fuck was that? Oh. Uh, it's such a, if you guys haven't seen, it's a really, it's just a, it's a, it's a movie in its own genre, right? Like it, it, there's no category it falls into. It's really a special, unique, yeah, it's, weird, it's special, different right. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky didn't particularly care for it as much. However, I loved it. And um, not only did he win, but um, which, oh my God, like I was, I, Michelle Yu. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, she, so Michelle Yu, she was, uh, she was, she, she was amazing yeah. and she's fucking 60 years old winning her first golden globe for, uh, she paid Evelyn Wong and, um, everything everywhere all at once. Uh, and she won for the best actress in a, an emotion picture. And she it was just, it. she put on a hell of a performance in a, <sighs> in a really bad movie, but she was, <laughs> Stop. she was amazing. No, she was, she, she was, was incredible. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, what you call it? Um, his uh, what you call? It? Oh, damn it! Why can't I think of her name right now? Who's that? Um, oh yeah, oh, uh, what's her name? Uh, look, we're high guys, uh, yeah, yeah. or Halloween. I'm high. It's from Halloween. Oh, what's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> why did I have to like? Why did I have to like? I don't know. That helped. That clicked when you it's, said when you said Halloween. Yeah, because that's her most famous movie. Because she looks so much different. That I guess she's over time. She's changed yes. So much. She's it's aged gracefully. To, it was difficult to put the name to. Yeah, she has. She's she looks yeah. Awesome. No, she's, she's cool. she fucking killed in she's that role too. Yeah, she was so happy for her friend that won Michelle Yu. It was so cute. She's like put, she, she put that she put the reaction of the win on her on yeah, her shirt I, and wore, I, it was so I funny that, yeah. and wore it and was like I was like that's so fucking cute. <laughs> Um, and then also, of course, we have to address, um, which was a big deal because uh, I feel like the Marvel movies aren't really given any like love when it comes to like Golden Globes, Oscars, things like that. You know what I mean? Right. So the Marvel, for the first Marvel win, the first one, yeah. uh huh, goes to Angela Bassett. And it was um, huge. Yeah, what a wonderful speech! Beautiful yeah. speech. Best yeah. supporting actress in a motion picture. She won for Black Panther, oh, Wakanda she, Forever. Wakanda Forever. Wakanda, the Black Panther. The Black Panther. The Black Panther. Yeah. So um, that was amazing. I love to see that. Yeah. You know, Angela Bassett looks 
better than most you 20-year-olds out there. I mean, come on, let's be real. She's definitely uh, <laughs> got some Morgan Freeman going on. Morgan Freeman, oh, well, yeah. yeah. They, have, they look the same for the last 40 They years. have looked the exact same. And then you know I found out who her, um, who Angela Bassett's uh, esthetician is. Uh-huh. So yeah, the assistant oh takes care of all the skin. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Uh huh. It's important. It's important because that bitch look good. So I'm yeah. like, who? Do, who's taking care of your skin, girl? I want to. I want to buy their products. Shit. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. It was really happy. And then obviously she paid. Uh. She gave a beautiful speech, and then she was honoring Chadwick Boseman, of course. That yes. like they couldn't do it without him. Of course. So that was that was wonderful. That was a beautiful moment. Yeah. Everybody yeah. was up in you since. Uh, Showing a lot of respect and love, which was it was a great moment. It really so was. much, and, so and much. It was it was deserved for the the first Marvel character to get it. Maybe not the best performance, but it was just it was just a perfect timing for it. I felt like it really was. Yeah, it was yeah. Good. I mean, you know, like it all deserved. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, like I feel like Marvel movies deserved more than what they're given. Like they're sh- they're snubbed a lot. You know, I feel like, I always felt like Iron Man should have got ah you know, like that first Iron Man. You know, Robert Downey Jr. has put some pretty good performances on. As far he as, yeah. has been acting his ass off yeah. as Iron Man. I will tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really did. But it, it just it's when it's comic book movies like that. Sometimes it doesn't get the respect that it deserves. But this time it did. So it was good. It did. It yeah. was good. And who better than to win than Angela Bassett? Angela so Bassett, yeah. that was really wonderful. And then of course we have to honor. You know. Oh yeah. Oh so my God. Stifler's mom. Stifler's mom. <laughs> Stifler. Oh, she's Stifler's mom. She steals the show again. Jennifer Coolidge, that? guys. Jennifer oh, Coolidge. What a riot she is. <laughs> she's. Um, she's great. Yeah, she's. A, she's great. She's a she, beautiful disaster. Like, oh yeah, it, it all works out, and yet it looks like you're like, where is this headed? Where, what is where is it? What is she going to say? What is right. she do? But it did ends up being the best speech you heard all day. I know, right? I wonder if she like actually prepares for any of this. Or she just she like does. wings I th- it. I think she's a better actress than you, you think. So yeah, yeah. it's yeah, calculated. I, I think it's very calculated. Okay, I think she's playing. It's her. like damn, you're a good girl. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. And she's good live too. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah, yeah you know I kind of want to see her and st- do like some like live so shows. Stand- yeah, like stand up. I think she's been into good of movies to like hey she said she she was so during her acceptance speech she yeah. was like listen a lot of y'all a lot of y'all said no to me in the yeah. room you know she was like listen a lot or was it the her or somebody else that said that no it was I her can't remember. yeah no it was her it was her okay because she, she gave the one dude the one that the guy who won the award yes yeah, so okay so jennifer coolidge won she accepts the best actress award for a limited uh or anthology series for the white lotus uh-huh. uh who the White Lotus actually won as well, but it's a uh, Mike White was he's the writer of the oh, show, yeah. and created the the White Lotus, and it was so cute to see them both because uh, she went up there and honored him, yeah. you know, and paid homage to her friend and was like like Mike White is the best, and then he's the camera pines to him and he's just fucking crying yeah. and just like you know, and then later on in the in the you know in the show he goes up because that you know the White Lotus won, and then he was up there he's like guys. I'm sorry. I'm so drunk. Yeah. Like he's like, they, there's no food. There's all this liquor. And there's no tr-. He's like, I'm so drunk, guys. I'm sorry. It was funny, so yeah. great. He's like, they just give you all this liquor. And there's no food. We get here and there's no food. So I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was really good. It was great. It was great. Yeah. So I love them. I love. I love seeing. Um, 
their dynamic together. Yeah, I was, she was giving a lot of homage to the guy that, who also the gentleman who won uh, a lifetime achievement award. Let's, let's, yeah, so uh, then, uh, Ryan Murphy. Yeah, 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 and he, he's obviously done so much. I just couldn't remember his name. Ryan Murphy he finally had a great moment where he was able to <sighs> just and, and and able everybody was able to respect and and honor and see everything he was able to do and how much he's helped so many people. In, in the industry, which was huge, I felt like. Yeah, guys. So Ryan Ryan Murphy, that that speech honestly was so touching. And this, yeah. and you could just tell he was a brilliant writer because the way he fucking did that speech yeah. and yeah. how he shared that moment, the way he like shared that moment with uh, all of his fellow, you know, LGBTQIA plus, you know, community, um, you know, actresses and writers and producers, and that you know, and that that was so beautiful. Yeah, he didn't miss anybody in the room. He connected. A lot of dots and gave a lot of people homage and respect and was trying to, you know, motivate a lot of people in the future that are in the same, you know, coming up in the same footsteps. So it, it really was. And then while doing that, it showed his range and um, it also showed all the things that he was able to work on. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like and you forget and you, you also then you think back and remember like, yeah, this guy. He's done a lot of stuff, and now that he's finally on his platform, he's done some really good things. So it was great to see him get that award. It really was. Yeah, he accepted the Carol Burnett Award yes, um, at the Golden Globes, um, and it was presented by Billy Porter, who is another, I mean, just yep. staple. When it, and the thing is, like, I, loved, I just loved the uh, community. Like, I felt it. I don't know. Like, sometimes when I think of celebs and I look at celebrities and all that stuff, I'm like, man, it's like there's always, like, this coldness. But, like... When I get to see them being real people and like have true love for one another and like support for one another, yeah. it really makes me happy. And so I felt that with uh, Billy Porter and Ryan Murphy, and then how he was just like yeah, Jennifer Coolidge, and he was just like shouting out, you know, um, just everybody that he like, you know. And then obviously, because of him, we have shows like Glee and Pose, you know, just like really just progressively inclusive shows that showed that like, you know, acting and, you know, um, just like filming and Hollywood can be more than just a pretty white face, right? Pretty cisgender straight face. It changed the game. It really Mm -hmm. did. And and that's something that was needed. And, and it was, it got over a hump. He was able to get Hollywood through and, and, and break through some barriers that maybe, uh, they were afraid to go through, and he assisted very heavily on that. So, and it's mm-hmm. in a better place because of it. So, it's huge. It, it really was, was huge. It was a huge moment, and, and I didn't realize it until you put it all together. And it's like you know, that's 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 special, and, and I'm happy that he was honored and respected for it. So, it's huge. It, it was. It was, yeah. it was um, obviously another big time winner, and was honored was uh, Eddie Murphy. Oh yeah, Charlie Murphy, Charlie. Char- <laughs> <laughs> you guys, Ricky almost broke up with me one time no, in New York that's, City that's because true. my dumb ass made that's a really so stupid comment. Like we were, I don't know what no, we were it was, doing. It wasn't just a comment. You were so. Serious. I was like dead ass yeah. serious about it. Yeah, I, I know. I said I think we were just discussing like favorite comedians of all time, and I said I think that Eddie Murphy might be my favorite comedian of all time. You like, really? I I think I think Charlie Murphy's funnier than Eddie Murphy. I'm yeah, like, I said something I, dumb I, like that. I, I kind of laughed it off. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty funny. No, I'm serious. I, I'm like, what do you mean, Charlie Murphy is brother? Like, yeah, like Charlie Murphy's funny as fuck. Don't. Get- <laughs> <laughs> but like Eddie Murphy is like the greatest comedian of all. Of all time. <laughs> and then I, when we were watching the Golden Globes, and they paid, and they watched that. We watched that, you know, that um, 
monologue that they put all his work together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've recently been kind of like going backwards and watching his older movies. Uh-huh. Like I watched Boomerang for the first time, yeah. you know. And but the thing is, like, you guys, this nigga's been acting like years before I was even born. You know, so like yeah. he had a whole ass career before I was even born. So I only know sure. Eddie Murphy from like not not like no, but like for me in my time growing up, like you know. Like Nutty Professor, things uh-huh. like that. You know, that's kind of like the light I see him in. But yeah. when I saw it, like his whole like lifetime of fucking acting, and so he won. He was a recipient of the Cecil B. DeMille War, uh, Award yes. um, at the Golden Globes, and you know, literally just showed his talent com- from stand up com- being a stand up comedian yep. to being in animation. He was, you know, in Shrek. You know, he was Donkey's, you know, animated voice. He was um, in many, so much, so many movies. You know what I mean? He's played everything from like serious to comedy and just brilliant. Just truly brilliant. brilliant. Like I said, when it comes to comedians, you know, Jim Carrey may be my my favorite funny man of all time, but Eddie Murphy is not too far behind. I think he may be the most talented and, and one of those people that, you know, him and Richard Pryor were able to cross also some barriers you know they weren't as clean they were able to bring you know dirty comedy and make it somewhat mainstream you know right and then from there you know eddie murphy kind of shifted over you know over 40 year span of being the funniest person on the planet shifted over to this disney character almost you know and then he was doing dr doolittle and nutty professor he was doing you know like shrek all that stuff where you know, he was able to, you know, to spray to so many fields as a baseball reference, but he, he's, one, he's one of the best to ever do it. And it, it's really great to see him honored for, he said, what is he, 61 years old? I think he just made it. He's making another movie right now. Beverly, what is it? What I don't know. One of those. Oh, the Beverly, re- Beverly yeah, Cop Four or something like that. Yeah. So it's he's still going strong. He's another Morgan Freeman type. Where he, he still looks. I the love same. the Morgan Freeman references he's, today. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's sixty-one years old. He looks. I like mean, he's twenty-five. Listen, guys, yeah. when you're rich though. Yeah. And melanated, yeah. and you're black. You know, you ain't I, you ain't gonna age. You're just not gonna look old. No, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can you imagine? So. You know, like shit. Yeah. So that I mean, listen. Like Ricky said it all. I don't have to add much to nope. that. Because Eddie Murphy, I mean, that's, and I won't because, you know, I was put in my place. I was like, damn, Ricky, I would have broke up with my ass too when no, I said that. I, wasn't gonna, <laughs> I was just, I couldn't, I was just dumbfounded. Like, you were like, what? Uh, no, you guys, he was big, bigly uh, mad. Uh, you have to. We were in a taxi, he gets out. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you need to understand, like Eddie Murphy, like there would be no like I didn't fresh know. Prince of Bel Airs. There would be I no uh, JB Fox or any of these type of people because he was the first one, you know, to get these opportunities and he was a smash hit, you know. So For sure. They the box office realized like, oh, we put this this black guy in this role where he's like a cop or like these but all these buddy cop movies that came out. Yeah. Since. Eddie Murphy, you know, like yeah. so he started these type of things and, and, and he and he gave a lot of people, I feel like an opportunity. Right. So that's why I'm like, Oh my God, you need to realize this guy's just more than just a funny guy. Like this guy's, He's fantastic. He's fantastic. You know, you know, he does no. voices. He does like he's he's he was one of the best. He still is. Yeah. I feel like that's oh yeah. I feel trying well, to give him the respect that he, he deserved. That's I was gonna break up with you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he hates me. Like he's like, who the fuck is this bitch talking about? Not like Charlie Murphy's better than Eddie Murphy. 
Oh, I was, I was, I could believe it. I literally, you guys, because I stand that, I stand. I said five episodes of Chappelle's show. I know, right? 40 years (laughs) of comedy. (laughs) I had the the audacity, right? Uh, I know. I, I just love that skit so much when in the Chappelle show. It's so Charlie, funny to me, but yeah, I was no wildin'. I was wildin'. Yeah. No, listen, I'm fully going to stand in it. I was wildin' and I shouldn't have fucking said it because Eddie Murphy funny. deserves all, you know, the praise because he's amazing. Very funny. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's funny because that kind of like, you know, because me and Ricky, we love the TV. Sh- we love the show uh, Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's it's literally Jerry Seinfeld just going and getting coffee and getting like like lunch and stuff with his like some of his best comedy friends. It's Jerry, great. Jerry Seinfeld's showing off just how lazy he really is. Like, you know, I don't want to do anything, but if you make a show where I could just sit in a car with my friends and get coffee, yep. I'll do it. In a nice car, like all these different like fancy yeah, cars because he loves cars. cars. Yeah, beautiful. Right. So he, so the whole premise is he chooses a car yeah. based off the like, you know, the comedian that's going to be in the, you know, going on lunch or coffee with him. Yeah. So he'll choose like all these elaborate cars, whether they're like pieces of shit uh-huh. or they're just like the nicest like Porsches and yeah. fucking like Countach, yeah, like Kuntosh. for Jim, Jim for Jim Carrey, Carrey. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, that really like inspired us to like go back and like watch, you know, like Eddie Murphy's, Murphy's episode yeah. um yeah. with Comedians and Cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. And like it was amazing to me how he even said still, like he's like, you know, nervous to like go back into stand up. You know what yeah. I mean? And he that's where he th- like people argue like he thrived the most, that's right? Just, yeah, he could be mm-hmm. considered to be, you know, arguably the greatest com- stand up comedian right. of all time. You know? And it's cute because both Jerry and him started at, at the, the same, same time, time at yeah. the same little like po bunk ass restaurants and Chinese you know, yeah. like sta- like, you know, comedy shows and things like that. So it was really cute to see them like yeah, reminisce and yeah. I really hope Jerry Seinfeld decides to work again. It's not. And continue to make the show. He doesn't give a fuck. He but I don't think we will get it because that nigga's rich as fuck. And he's like, why work when I don't have to? There's COVID out there. Nah, I'm good. He's I know. Good. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get any more. But we like watching them back. We've watched them kind of over and over again. But anyways, um, uh, yeah, so basically, yeah, so like that was really inspiring. And I, I really love to see that. But yeah. Great. More on some of the like moments, like the high moment, like Steven Spielberg was oh, uh, yeah. was um he got the direct the best director for the motion picture for the Fablemans, which we got to watch that. Yeah, we do. Because apparently that's like a really touching story to him, oh, like from childhood. Well, he said that it was the most important story for him to get out. Right, and right. He, and he finally did it because he felt the pressure uh, around COVID time. He wasn't sure if he was ever going to get it out. So yeah, he, he hurried up and, and I don't know if you rushed it or not, but he got the story out. So yeah, <laughs> I love how he's just like, oh, I just got to get this out, yeah. and it just like casually just becomes like the best fucking yeah. movie and he, whatever. You know, he's just amazing. I mean, Steven Spielberg. The, the what best. did they say that he was nominated like over twenty times? Yeah, like winner of at least three. I forgot. Like it's it's quite amazing. But yeah, he's um, had the greatest career. He's seventy six years old. Still going strong. Still going motherfucking strong. Yep. Um, so yeah, he was a big. Uh, that was a big some a moment, you know, for the Golden Globes. Uh, the guy from uh, the Bear. Yeah, okay. yeah. The, um, let me go. Find, like, let me not. Let me Lip. find his name. Well, that's his name on. You know, that's his name on Shameless. When he's I, got a real name. Maybe Here. that's why he doesn't like me. Because when I met him, I called him Lip. I. God, Ricky. Well, that's the show we met on too, Shameless. No, so I'm just kidding. He, yeah. You know, out of all the actors, I, you, was he cool? I've, yeah. You know what? His he, name is Jeremy Allen White, by the yeah, way. He was cool because he needed the least amount of. You didn't need to go get him. You didn't anything. Ah. Him. You didn't. Need, you just kind of give him a nod from far, and he knew he was professional. And I, 
honestly, he was real cool. You don't, yeah. get, you don't get me any coffee. Don't get like I could do everything myself. Like, oh, I love you don't that. Have to get my door. Like I, honestly, it almost bothered him. Which I I just did think. I think afterwards he finally realized I just did it because I was polite and I would do it for everybody. Yeah. But if that wasn't the case, if he thought I was just treating him special, right. he'd be like, "Dude, don't do that. Like that. I don't need that." It, 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 so I think we. It was cool. So yeah, he's cool. I like him. No, that I mean, like he's that was. Guy. I love. No, that's. I love your. This is the this is the little special moments that like yeah. no one will ever understand or know because Ricky's worked on set with him, guys, so he yeah. knows like firsthand like how he how he is. So I, I love that. Thanks for sharing that. No problem. Um, Jeremy Allen White is his name, uh, and he Jeremy. won. Uh, Jeremy Allen White, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, he won um, the actor in a musical or comedy TV series for The Bear. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ricky loved the bear. Didn't you love it? The yeah, sh- yeah. He's, he's like I love him in Shameless, and and I equally loved him in the Bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, bear ended up being a solid uh, show, and he killed it. He's a great mm-hmm. actor. He really is a great actor. He's very believable. I'm really sad they're not going to film it here in Chicago. Yeah, really, I, I don't think so. But that's I can't talk. I know. About. <laughs> I know. Well, the thing is, yeah. like. I know. Like, well, they did. They filmed because it's a it's a Chicago based show. Yeah, the Bear. It's all, yeah, it's based still, off of Chicago, and like you know, it's got nuances of things talking about you know, yeah, you know, um, references to Chicago and all that stuff. Oh, so it's, it's definitely Chicago. Yeah, right. but a lot of shows don't film here. So I don't. I can't mm-hmm. say whether it is or it isn't. But we don't know for sure. We really don't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's just a matter of like you know logistics. But anyways, I was really happy to hear about that. Yeah. I was really happy to see that he won. Uh, you know, he seems like a really like true humble dude, right? He is. Like, He's yeah, good. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. Really so that's. Good. So let's see. Uh, Julia, uh, Julia Garner, of course, won for Ozark, the Ozarks supporting actress Fantastic. in a TV series. I mean, she's still winning. I feel like that show's been done I for think like. I would think it was because they didn't have a show last year. Last year, year. yeah, so yeah. They yeah. honored some really people that deserved it. Right. Because because that, that's it. I mean, the show's done now. Yeah. So it was either it's never going to get anything exactly any love. Yeah. Yeah, so they wanted to pay her homage for, of course, for playing her role Ruth, which she bodied, yeah. bodied oh, down. She killed it. Oh my god! We, we, like we discussed that. That one, she, she uh, killed that. Yeah. She fucking is so 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 good. Um, Goffrey's twin. Oh yeah, Goffrey's, <laughs> Goffrey's my little brother. Uh, <laughs> this guy, this uh, T- Tyler James Williams. Uh-huh. Uh, he was on the show. Um, if you know everything, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Oh my God, Chris! Oh, everybody! Everybody hates Chris. Everybody hates Chris. Yes. Everybody hates Chris. Yes. Yeah, so he was a child actor there. Yep. Boom! Now he's his, uh, Tyler James Williams won as you know best supporting actor very good in a TV actor. series. Another very good actor turning out to be funny. Right, right? for yeah. Abbott Elementary. Solid, yeah. Abbott, another very good show. That show and that it felt like that show really did. Uh, won a lot of awards. In this, yes, right? yeah. Quinta also oh, runs Quinta, Quinta Brunson. She, she's the writer of this show of of Abbott Elementary. Ooh, he's got creator. Money. He's got money. <laughs> yeah, and I show. So I so if you guys don't know Quinta's you know uh, history when it comes to like her in, in, in entertainment, she started just like by making these like little short, almost like TikTok before TikTok existed. Uh, right? Yeah. She like was the in- inception of it, and she made these little skits. And one of them I showed Ricky, and it was like, oh, he got money. Like he's oh, yeah, she's saying yeah, like oh he got money. money like that's like her quotable, 
Um, and yeah, it was just like, I just, it's been so amazing to see her grow, her growth, yeah. um, throughout the years. You know what I mean? Cause she loves comedy so much, but then she's in this room with all these people and she's like, I fucking like looked up, like, she's like, hi, Brad Pitt. Like, you know, like everybody, like Brad Pitt was like right in the front. Everybody was referencing him, which was great. No, it was classic. She was, that was funny. Her, her speeches were funny. That was, they were, she's funny. Yeah. Oh, she laughed. Oh, I love Quinta. Yeah. And her, and her fucking stylist is killing it. She looks amazing. She looks amazing, but uh, she won as well in the actress in a musical comedy series with for Abbott Elementary. Boom. Uh, Zendaya won for Euphoria, but Zendaya wasn't there. She's like, I'm too booked and busy to be here. Not so gonna not going to do it. Which I stand. I'm like, I love her. Um, let's see what. Oh, Colin Farrell won. Yeah. Uh, I really want to see this movie. I haven't seen it yet, but it's called. Um, it is called. Banshees, the Banshees of, I can't even say it, Inishirin? In I'm just, just going to be honest. If I can't <laughs> pronounce it, I'm probably not going to watch it. Yeah, but it's supposed to be good. It's it's uh-huh. it's based, like, I think it's like a Scottish, because, you know, they're oh, both yeah. from, you know. A lot, um, of, a lot of drinking. Right. It's probably got that. <laughs> probably got a lot of drinking. Just, I mean, it, it got a lot of praise, uh, no, you know, at it's the Golden Globe, so it seems movie. like it'd be good, but. Um, yeah, so there's that. They won. Um, yeah, Eddie Murphy won. But yeah, those are kind of like the major highlights. I mean, the dude that played Elvis won. Yeah. And uh, I haven't watched that, but he seemed like a presence. Like his, just the way he talked and stuff. I was like, okay. Yeah. His name is Austin uh, Butler. He he seems like he's got some potential there. Right? I was like, okay. Like he might be doing, oh, Evan Peters won um, for the, the, you know, uh, the Dahmer, um, you know, whatever um, series on Netflix, which we haven't watched and we're not going to watch. Uh, Evan Peters is a brilliant actor. I will never take that away from him. And he deserves he deserves to win a Golden Globe. I just don't agree with that. Sh- I don't agree, agree with making a highlighting a serial killer like him, Dahmer. Like, I just I don't think that that, you know, because I don't think that um, I I. I feel bad knowing that the the victims of Dahmer is have to relive, you know, there's, and then Ricky was like, you know, I fucking grew up and like around that time he was like, he was like, that shit was scary. You know what I mean? He was like, I lived it. So I don't got to talk about it, but yeah, uh, I just don't think that it's something that we need to like, you know, dive deeper in. But, um, I think that's pretty much it when it comes to like the biggest highlights, honestly, you know, there were some was, other wins and I think that was it. Yeah. yeah. That's all the good stuff. That, that was all the good, well, the stuff that caught, caught our eye or whatever. Um, watch, we're going to end this. I'm like, man, we didn't talk about this. Oh, no. We didn't talk about this. I think, I think we, we did, didn't talk about this. I think we did pretty good considering we watched it a week or so ago. And you know, I think, we, I think we did a solid, that's true. solid performance. That's here. true. And that's good solid golden globes performance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean like it's been out for a little bit now, but this is like award season. Like the yeah. critics choice awards was that, you know, like everybody there's, it's award season, but I don't know. I didn't watch all of them, but I really enjoyed the Golden Globes, and I thought that it was worth just kind of sitting down and just doing a little recap on. So I think you were right. Yeah. I so it's I think it'd be a solid show. I do. I was like, you know, I was like, one thing though that I did want to just kind of like touch base. I want to do a l- one small recycling of the news before we let you guys go. Okay. And because I wanted to get Ricky's opinion, because he's, um, you know, he's been working on sets now for almost a decade at this point. 
Or has it been a decade? It's I'm, I'm not that old. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, would, I don't know. He is, naturally. Eight, nine years or something like That's that. That's almost yeah. a decade, yeah. babe. <laughs> Sorry to say this, but yeah. yeah so okay. he's very seasoned um, on set. So I just wanted to address the really sad... Um, you know, unfortunate situation, but it's, you know, obviously in the news is what happened. Uh, so it looks like Alec Baldwin is going to be charged with uh, involuntary manslaughter over the rest shooting. Uh-huh. Um, and guys, if you're not really familiar with um, this scenario, like what happened basically on the set of the show Rust, uh, there was an unfortunate um, accident where one of the prop guns had a load, had an actual live bullet in there. And Alec Baldwin um, had was in hand with the gun and actually ended up shooting it off. And it ended up, unfortunately, killing um, the uh, cinematographer, uh, Helena Hutchins. Um, she was, yeah, so she was unfortunately killed. So may her, she rest in peace. Um, and it looks like, so, um, so it looks like Alec Baldwin um, and Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. So uh, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed is the film's armorer. And she will also be charged with involuntary manslaughter. Now, I, some of the listeners might not understand or know the nuances of... Because I, I know for a fact, some people I know were like, they use real guns on set? You know, like, what? Like, they were, like, completely blown away the fact that that was, like, a real gun. So, like, could you give us a little backstory on, like, how maybe, like, in a sense of, like, what the job is of an armorer, too? Like, I don't think people oh, know. no, no, I can't. I don't want to go that deep into what everybody does. I, what, I, what I could tell you... Honestly, I'll give you a little bit because I don't like getting too deep into this story because I know a lot revolves around it more than meets the eye. And when I first heard the story, it broke my heart, one, that people in the same position that I have been in on a set died because of other people's stupidity. Because in this situation, it's supposed to be the AD and then the armory and, and people in props. So many people are supposed to check the gun before... And so many people are supposed to look at it together to check to make sure that it's not loaded, that for something like this to happen, it's just you knew something terrible happened, whether it's on purpose or whether just so many people or or lack of professionalism along the road. So, yeah, there's so much had to happen for somebody to get shot and and. And from what I understand, you know, way I haven't checked on the story since it first happened, and I understand that people are getting charged. You know, now people are getting charged because a lot of people died. You know, there's a lot of politics that comes into this with Alec Baldwin. You know, there's a lot of money involved. He's a producer, and, when, and if you if you're producing something and you don't have the right props team, or you don't have, you know, maybe you cut some corners with money or whatever it may be. You know, these people are trying to get paid, or they're trying to get justice, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, you know, the armor is going to get charged because they didn't do their job. The AD didn't do their job because, honestly, the the armor comes in. They bring, you know, the props brings it in. There's a, a props master, like a gun master, who's supposed to come in and make sure the gun's not loaded and says, you know, hey, this is a cold weapon. And then they shows the AD, which is the person in charge on, on the set and the assistant director. And he looks at it and goes, okay, cold weapon. It's not loaded. And they're supposed to both be trained on what a cold weapon looks like, right? And then they're supposed to try show the person that's going to be using the gun, the actor, supposed to say "cold weapon" on set. This all happens. Everybody's shouting before. Cold weapon. Yeah, cold weapon. Cold weapon. Cold weapon. Everybody looks at it. 
Mm. And, then, and then you get to, to the part where you, you get to acting because this has happened before, right? This happened with, with uh, Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee, you know. On the set of The Crow. Way, way back in the day, I remember it yeah. happening because I was a huge fan of his. And, and because of that, they made so many rules and regulations. So that's mm-hmm. what brings us all the way, you know, cycles us forward to what happens today. Yeah. So it's sad and it breaks my heart, but, you know. Yeah. Something stupid happened, and I, I don't know, you know. But, well, yeah, none of us yeah, were there. Yeah. I just, Ricky just has experience of working with t- on TV shows that they have to use, gu- you know, prop guns. Yeah. So I just figured that, thank you for that, Ricky. Thank yeah. you for sharing your insights okay. and sharing, like, kind of, like, your experience with that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, like, cold weapon, cold weapon, like, repeatedly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's and like. And after the gun is shot, then everybody, you know, everything, the set is clear. Nobody could move on the set. Nobody mm. could walk onto the set until the props and the gun masters all run on and make sure that the gun is cleared again. Got you. Know? you. And so they're obviously shooting blanks uh, when they do use it. Now, since then, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, I think it's kind of up to the actors and to the show on whether or not they want to use a real gun. Really? You know, or use, you know, you could use kind of, there's prop guns that just kind of snap guns. Okay. Which changes the effects, you know, now I'm on a different show. I won't say what show I'm on, but it's not on a show that doesn't use as many uh, guns mm-hmm. as I, I have been in the past. So, the, but this show, when when they did use the guns, they didn't use real guns this year. You know, they use prop guns that. Mm. So now they're going in and editing in the the the. the oh, you know, like the, the fire, the, like the flash, the flash the, and, oh, and the, and the noise and stuff like that. Okay, so things, things have changed since. A lot, okay, a lot has changed since just this rust incident okay so it's affected oh yeah it's affected the filming industry for sure the first day i got on set there was huge announcements and safety meetings Mm. specifically because of this incident yeah Yeah. so i mean there's out we we literally talked for an hour about it really one morning yeah safety meetings and stuff like that you know they just you know People are covering their behinds. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, this is in, in cases of like filming, right? It's like, you're, 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 you're put, it's a fake show, yeah. right? You're putting on a fake, you're, yeah. you're trying to. The most important thing, I'm sorry to, you know, I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're fine. Uh, the most important thing for AD staff is, to, is everybody's safety. Safety. You know, and the, and the, the number one thing that's with cars, with stunt driving, with uh, sort of stunts, with shooting, Anything, you know, people's safety with weather, you know, you got aerial stuff happening with high winds, you know, the, the number one thing before you start a scene, before you even walk out onto the set, is, is this safe for the 150, 150 people that are around? Weather? And, and that goes all the way up, especially for the actors, like, they're, they're, would they go out of their way for these people, you know, because that's the talent, you know, and that's what makes, brings in the money. Right. But yeah. Safety first, ADs, you know, and they have hotlines and things you could call if you feel like you're not safe in any situation. So right. it's, it's crazy. Yeah. That they take it very seriously. They know? do. Yeah. They do. And you guys are on the union. So it's like, you guys are protected by the union to so, say like, so Hey, if I'm feeling people, something's most, most people on a set are in unions. Yeah, right. Not everybody. That's yeah. true. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I mean, like, yeah. thank you again. Like, I like yeah. again. I know people watch. We watch TV shows. We watch yeah. movies, and we don't understand, you know, really ev- all the nuances yeah. of how to make something right and how to make a film look real. Because, like, again, this is you're trying to create the the, the illusion of its real realness, right? Yeah. And so, and this was in New Mexico, right? They were filming yeah. this show, and uh, this is you know Santa Fe or whatever. And so, and I think that in the sense of like, I'm just pulling up this article from the BBC.com, but. Basically, they were saying um, that Alec Baldwin is taking so much of a bigger 
you know, consequences because this is also he was one of the producers as yeah, well as the actor as well. So it's like he's got he's more involved in this than, you know, yeah. than said maybe an, an actor that maybe doesn't have executive rights or producer rights. But yeah. regardless of it all, it's just, you know, unfortunate. Um, and the thing is, like, it's going down to even say. Uh, the film director, uh, Joel Souza, was also wounded from the shooting. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And then um, the film, the film's assistant director, um, David Halls, uh, he entered. He got a plea. He he plead guilty. Um, he uh, he. So he did a, a plea of a misdemeanor charge of neglect of a deadly weapon, and so he's getting six months um, probation. Um, but yeah, and in a sense of like you know Helena Hutchinson's death, you know. Their family, you know, uh, basically said, you know, his uh, her husband basically was like, you know, I'm 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 happy to see at least that, you know, no one's above the law. Right. In a sense. I mean, like, we'll see what happens. Like, this is just, you know, um, the beginnings of stages. We don't know exactly um, what the final, you know, uh, what he's going to actually, you know, have to like if he's going to have to serve time or anything like that or if they're going to have to serve time or if they're just going to pay a fine or whatever. But regardless of it, I think they need to make it. a. It has to be this. They have to treat it as such because it is so important. Right. And then with Brandon Lee, um, unfortunately, so many years ago, which you told me, because, again, this was ahead of this was before my time passing away on set. You know, he was actually, you know, that was super sad, you know, and they that is like the worst case. This is like the worst case scenario. Right. What happened on the rest set? was the absolute worst case scenario and it's unfortunate that it happened it's the worst case because it's completely uh avoidable right it should never happen you know that's why it's the worst it's like what this is like when you hear it happen it's like this should not happen you know so there's more and i don't know like i said that's why i don't get too deep into the politics of all of it and yeah i don't know what happened it just it's sad sadness happened there so that's that's yeah and i don't you know i don't know who's deserving of of what, but so that's why I, I can't, it's yeah. too much for me to handle. But well, know. thank you for sharing your like again. I was like, Ricky, can you give some insight? Because, yeah. like I said, he's 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 been on sets for years, so you know, I think it's important for us to kind of like you know get his opinion as opposed to just like some Joe Schmo off the street. You know, you really are experienced in that, so you can give a little insight. But, um, I appreciate you giving us that, and no uh, that's it, guys. We just wanted to talk about the Golden Globes a little bit, you know. Yes. Listen, January, guys, January is January here in Chicago. You know, it's gray, it's cold. We're trying to be motivated. I've been feeling unmotivated. So this is like just me trying to like get you guys some content. We appreciate you listening all the time, of course. And we love you, Rick Dog. We love when you stop in the Kimboology streets. I think the right listener, don't you love listening to Ricky's voice? Because I do. That's that's very sweet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like, can I go watch? A, can I go watch football now? Like, no. shit, no, just playing. <laughs> <laughs> he's watching it now. Or what happened to it? No, it's we're concentrating. Right? Oh, that's right, yeah. we're concentrating. Okay, okay. Well, guys, that's all she wrote. And as always, I just really appreciate you guys listening. If you haven't always, guys, if you haven't all already done it, please leave us a subs- uh, oh my god, subscribe and listen and comment. On Apple Podcasts, please give us a little feedback. We really appreciate it. Um, even if it's like, damn, Kim, like, you know, your audio sucks or stop talking so much or stop saying, um, I don't know. <laughs> hey, it's mean. It's mean spirited. Uh, please do that. If you're also on Facebook, please leave us some reviews on Facebook. If you haven't noticed that, you know, if you, if you didn't know, uh, Kimology Podcast on Facebook is popping. 
I have I've been having fun on there. So please find us on Facebook. And Rick Dog has a lot of fun stuff happening, and he's got his show. Uh, the Rit Dog Network. So, Ricky, do you want to give us a little, you know, a little plug of your stuff or no? Oh, it's all good. Just follow the Rick Dog Network. <laughs> if people who, everybody who knows knows. It's all good. I, I'm not too worried about it. If you know, <laughs> then you know, yeah, right? It's, it's going to take care of itself. Ricky has yeah. a great time on Facebook gaming yeah. and face and Twitch sometimes. But yeah, the Rick Dog Network is great. He has like solid listenership and solid uh, fans that go in and watch him. Right now, what are you playing right now, though, to give people some... It's whatever's in season. Football, basketball, that's what I'm playing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you guys heard it there. <laughs> so thank you so much, as always. And we will see you guys next week. Say bye, Ricky. Bye. Take it easy. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. We'll shoot the damn dog.